Hello, Great Minds. It's Friday, and that means it's time for Drinks with Great Minds in History. Well, sort of. So, hello, Great Minds, and welcome to DGMH. Today was the day that I was going to start the next saga on Thurgood Marshall, but time is acting against me. For Thurgood, I wanted to make sure that I have time to be good and thorough. I hope someone gets that joke, but if not, you eventually will. Either way, I just wanted to put a quick episode out to tell you that I will be taking June off from Great Minds. With high school graduation season, in case you forgot, I am a high school teacher, and an upcoming family visit coupled with the fact that life has never let me get ahead on this podcast, I will be taking the next two weeks off from publishing new content. Aside, of course, from this short little episode, you'll get one bonus episode from me in June, and I will return with our next great mind, Thurgood Marshall, in July. Of course, you can still head over to the DGMH Facebook group to get a round of DGMH Daily, enjoy Mistress Mondays, and a whole lot of other fun shit. And be sure to follow the show on Instagram to see what I am sure will be far too many family drinking photos, a few too many day drinking pics, and god knows what else. But I couldn't leave you with nothing. That would just be fucking rude. So let's see what I can squeeze into a half a page as I sip on a cup of coffee. I know, I'm sorry. I'm actually finishing up an antibiotic from a terrible sinus infection, but the coffee's good. It does not need rated, but it's every bit as enjoyable in its own special way. So what to talk about? Hmm. Something fun, something quick, nothing shitty, lots to choose from, rabbits and Napoleon, emus and Australians, that ass Hitler and his farts, all very intriguing. But then I thought, why not something shitty? Eh, why the hell not? But first, it's some history for you, a reason to drink for me. It's the history of the great minds that made history come to be. So all this recent talk of kings and castles reminded me of one of my favorite bits of Versailles history and Louis XIV. That is, of course, shit. Well, not really, but toilets, or as the French would say, toilette. Of which Versailles was apparently always in short supply. Don't get me wrong, Louis XIV wasn't pissing in the halls of his masterwork palace, maybe his carriage, nor were his wife, mistresses, or the richest of the rich nobility going wherever they found a spot to go. Some nobles even had facilities brought in to use and then had them removed upon, well, you know, completion. These were commonly called commodes, which by the way is what my grandmother still calls a bathroom to this day. In reality, a commode is just a quote piece of furniture containing a concealed chamber pot. But in Louis's day, it was also commonly the word for a quote decorative chest of drawers. What a decoration. Oh, that's a nice cabinet you have there. Is it full of shit? It literally comes from the French word for convenient, but some nobles actually took convenience to a terribly revolting level and actually went as they walked down the halls of Versailles. Back to this shitty topic. It's not that there weren't toilets at Versailles. Hell, there were even some so-called English palaces or flushing toilets present at Louis's great palace. Interestingly, these were incredibly clean, so clean that cats often called them home. One cat even supposedly bit King Louis XVI in the ass during one visit to the privy. The real problem, however, was that they were one, extremely far apart, and two, there weren't enough to sustain the mass influx of courtiers that called the palace home. One courtier in particular was said to be especially revolting, as the Duc de Saint-Simon, whose memoirs provide historians with one of the fullest accounts of court life at Louis XIV's Versailles, notes that Princess d'Arcourt, the Harcourt, d'Arcourt, 
that Princess Darkour, it looks like Harcourt, would often relieve herself in her gowns as she walked down the palace halls. Her servants, who she was rumored to beat and abuse, naturally hated her. St. Simon writes, quote, Darkour was a blonde fury, nay, more a harpy. She had all the effrontery of one, and the deceit and violence, all the avarice and audacity, moreover, all the gluttony, and all the promptitude to relieve herself from the effects thereof, so that she drove out of their wits those at whose house she dined. Yeah, he's basically saying that she would walk down the halls and relieve herself after a big meal. And there's a little bias here, as the Duke de Saint-Simon certainly loathed the princess, but she was in fact a favorite of Louis' mistress, Madame de Maintenon. Naturally, all of this led visitors to complain about the unique, pungent, quote, fragrance of Versailles. My beloved piece of Louis' story, the Pillar of Absolutism, actually came to be known as one of the filthiest palaces of the early modern world, which Louis XIV, thank God, naturally hated. In response, he had the halls cleaned of all feces, yeah, okay, there was actual shit in the halls, cleaned weekly, and even had his famous and beloved orange trees potted and placed all around the palace to help conceal the stench. Perfumes were used by women and men alike in every possible attempt to mask the horrid odor. It's hard to imagine walking through the masterpiece of Louis XIV's reign today. As you take a selfie, you're probably standing exactly where someone pissed. Or worse. Well, that's it. I am going to enjoy a few weeks of fun in the sun and some relaxation. But there is still plenty of DGMH for you to go back and listen to. And don't forget about all the great Patreon bonus content that I have been posting over on the DGMH Patreon page. And be sure to leave the show a great, hopefully, five-star review wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Cheers!